Are you feeling called by God to step into who He created you to be? Does this feel exciting and scary all at the same time? I get it. Yet, I know that we were sent here to earth at this specific time for a reason. President Russell M. Nelson reminds us, The women of this dispensation are distinct from the women of any other because this dispensation is distinct from any other. This distinction brings both privileges and responsibilities. I am Natalie Bogle, creator of The Anchor Planner and your host of the Become Anchored podcast. I'm showing you how to discover who God created you to be and how to anchor your day as His distinct daughter. You are not going to want to miss this, so let's dive in. Hi, everyone. I am so happy to have Darla Trendler here with the Spiritually Minded Woman podcast. I have loved listening to her podcast and following along with every um, other's journeys along the covenant path and what Darla teaches there. And then I've also, we have, for, of course, first met on Instagram. Um, but Darla and I have something in common that we both live in Arizona. <laughs> So we actually got to meet in person, which was so fun. We had breakfast and it was just like chatting with an old friend. So I am excited for you to be here. Thank you, Darla. I'm so happy to be here and so happy that we got to meet in person and we're not just Instagram friends, although I think you can develop really great relationships on Instagram as well. But it was fun to go to, to go out and get, just meet you in person and give you a hug and it was great. Right, right. And I always think it's so fun when you meet in person. I feel like the only thing we miss on social media is how tall people are. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. And I'm very short. So. <laughs> and so it's just fun to be like, oh, you're, because I always think of them as anyone as the same height as me. I don't know if you do the same, but it's like, oh, we're just all the same height, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. I've met people that I knew on Instagram in person and I'm like, wow, you were like six feet tall. Like, <laughs> right, right. I'm very short. But... <laughs> well, it was so fun. Darla, we are here today to talk about your journey of how you have become anchored um, to who God has created you to be. And I know, and you know that this is a continuing evolving process that will be um, forever through eternity. Um, but if you could share with us how you have your passions and um, more about your podcast and why you started your podcast and your journey there, we would love that. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, you have to go and go way back. Like right. growing up, I feel like I have always had a gift of feeling the spirit easily, um, feeling close to Heavenly Father. Um, so I feel like it's one of my spiritual gifts. And that's not to say that, you know, it can't be developed and that I don't work on it, but it's just something that has come naturally to me. And I've always, um, spirituality has, has been something that I've always wanted to work on and, um, develop. So, you know, you get into life and you get into motherhood and I have four kids <laughs> and, um, started to feel like maybe that was slipping a little bit because my life was so crazy. And I was for kind of forgetting those things feelings that I had as a child, like where I felt really close to Heavenly Father and I wasn't feeling that. Mm -hmm. And for me, my spiritual journey kind of started with, I might veer off a little bit yes, about please. what we were going to talk about, but this <laughs> just came to me. 
Um, it really started when my husband and I, several years ago, like nine, 10 years ago, really had some, went through some extreme financial hardships, mm-hmm. um, a lot, a lot of crazy things. And I found out that the only way that I could deal with that is that I had to have time with God every day. Mm-hmm. And I had a chair in my bedroom and I would get my kids off to school and I would sit in that chair and that's where I would read my scriptures and journal. And if I, it was like with everything else around me was out of control, but I needed that time with him. And that's when mm-hmm. I really started to reconnect with him after years of motherhood and, and just feeling kind of distant from him and just really feeling like I wanted more. And, and then it's just evolved from there. So a few years later, I, um, was feeling this pull, like I need to share more with other people. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't know what that looked like. And I thought it was a blog and I started a blog and that I couldn't keep up with it. It was just too much. And then I started writing on other people's blogs and, and someone asked me to write some spiritual things. And I'm like, I really like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was writing, I was interviewing people about their life stories and things that they had experienced. And then I was transcribing the interviews and then I was writing them into a blog post. Oh. And someone said to me, why are, why don't you just podcast and just interview the people and share them? And I was like, I can do that. Like, right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And so I really was scared to do that because I didn't know anything about podcasting. And one day it was fast Sunday and I was fasting where, you know, you go without food or water and you try to just really commu- have your spirit commune with God. And mm-hmm. I was sitting in church and I felt just inside of me and I kind of, I didn't really hear a voice, but just like these words came to me, podcast, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like podcast, that is what I want you to do. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And anyway, I just started taking steps towards becoming a podcaster and figuring out, okay, well, what am I going to share? And I started out talking to, to moms about motherhood. And the whole premise of that podcast was to help moms understand that God was their partner, mm-hmm. because that's what I, where I had come from. I had forgotten that God was my partner in motherhood early on in my motherhood journey. And then I had reconnected with him and I wanted to help other mothers mm-hmm. um, to be able to do that. And then it's kind of just evolved. I've been podcasting for three and a half years and um, shared solo episodes and, and shared about my journey. And now I'm talking about on a, my podcast is spiritually minded women. And I'm talking about how to embrace your own unique journey on the covenant path. And it's not about comparing what your journey looks like to someone else. And it's about seeking personal revelation and, and knowing for yourself that you're on the right track. And those are all things that I've learned. Um, and I'm still learning as I'm going on this journey of being a podcaster and sharing on Instagram and just trying to share light with, with other women and help Mm -hmm. other women know that it's okay. If your journey looks different, it's okay. If your personal revelation doesn't look like your sisters or your neighbors or, you know, whatever, but you can have your own personal relationship and your own unique journey. We have to make covenants. We have to do those things on the path to return to our heavenly parents. But what happens in between all that looks different for each of us. So, right. I love that. I love that. And I love, I feel like, in all of our lives, we have this, if we go back to your journey where you're having, you know, financial hardships, that was your turning point. And Heavenly Father, I mean, you know this, we know this. He gives us those trials that we don't want. <laughs> right. <laughs> to kind of humble us and bring us back to him. Um, yeah, I had a similar journey of just some of those financial hardships. And it's like, it gives us time to slow down, really, and to prioritize what is really needed and it's with God. So thank you for sharing that. So the podcast, yes, you started it with 
mothers in, you know, connecting them with God. And now you said you've moved to women in general. Um, what brought you to that shift? Just curious. So I was focusing on mothers and then I was having um, people reach out to me, people that I knew in real life, people on Instagram. Oh, well, I'm not a mom, so I'm not going to listen to that. And I thought this message is for all women, whether you are a mom, um, you know, you've born children or adopted children or whatever. This is a message that we all need. And it was also kind of born out of like, I really, I wanted to be someone that was building a community of women. Mm -hmm. Like I, I purposely named my podcast spiritually minded women. It's not about me being a spiritually minded woman. It's about all of us coming together and being spiritually minded and, and just living in our unique gifts. So I, I, I kind of picture it like if I lean into my gifts and I do what, what, Heavenly Father has blessed me to be good at and, Mm -hmm. and the things that the talents and gifts that I have. And then if you lean into yours and you do yours and, and someone else does theirs, there's this collective thing. I just picture it like us coming together. And then we are a force that can do so much good in this world. If we just focus on, we don't have to be like everybody else, Mm -hmm. but we just focus on what he's given, given us. And I know for me, like I didn't grow up thinking that I had a lot of gifts. Like I could, couldn't play the piano really well or sing, or, you know, I wasn't artistic or, you know, making beautiful paintings. And Mm -hmm. it took me a while into my adulthood to figure out, well, I have gifts. They just don't look like everyone else's. And, you know, those people that can sing and and do artwork are needed. And I needed because I could learn how to interview people and I can interview and help share other people's stories and and share in that medium. And, you know, we're, we're all just coming together. So I I made that shift because I really wanted it to be a community. I wanted it to be, you know, more than just a podcast, but like a place where people, where women could come and feel like, yes, I'm spiritually minded. And and these are like-minded people that, they want to follow Christ too. And they're, they're figuring out what does it mean to be a disciple of him? And, and that we're all just coming together and doing what we can do. But as a collective force, we're just sharing so much light when we come together. Right. And you touched on, we all have different gifts and talents and we need to just come together and use them to bring God's word to everyone. Um, awesome. I love that idea of community and just the visualization of all of us women working together. And President Nelson, I'm not going to be able to quote this <laughs> exactly. And I, I think it was President Nelson <laughs> who talked about women, right? Women are needed right. in this, um, in the last days to teach his word and that we will be a force. Um, and I can see it. I can see it um, just through the interviews that you've done on your podcast and uh, a lot of women on Instagram um, sharing the light of the gospel, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is great. And I think, I think for a lot of women, I mean, a lot of women can go back and pinpoint, oh, President Nelson's plea to my sister's talk. Right. Like that was where we were all like, oh yeah, we got to do more. We, we have stuff, to, we have something to offer the world. Right. And we've got to do it. Right. What year was that? I'm thinking. I know. I was trying I, to think. I was, was just it... thinking like, oh, I wonder if that's when Heavenly Father's like, oh, you should start the Anchor Planner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really put it all together at the time, but later I've looked back and I'm like, yeah, that's. And then you talk to other people and you and they say the same thing. And we're just all like, there were several talks like that, but I think that was a landmark one. That right. Really, I have to go back I... and look up. What was it like? 2017? 2018? Yeah, it was. 
I, yeah, now I'm really curious. <laughs> I know I can't remember, but you know, a few years ago and then, and then you just start seeing women really stepping up and shining and, um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's fantastic. I think it's so great to see so many women and, and also going along with that, like, I think avoiding the comparison, like we don't want to yeah. compare ourselves and also avoiding the, the comparison of how much impact that you can have. Like, right. It, it may not be that you're going to be this person that has a million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You might have a thousand followers, but you're making such a difference for those thousand people or 500 people or maybe it's not even on Instagram. Maybe it's just that you're involved in your neighborhood and your community and right. and doing stuff. So I just, I don't think we can measure it the way the world measures it. We mm-hmm. have to measure it with God and, and with him. If we help one person, you know, right. how great will be our joy, right? He says right. that to us in the scriptures. And so I, I think we can't compare our impact either. No. We, we just don't know. Well, in Christ, you know, went to find the lost sheep was to find that one. And that's right. what God wants us to do is to find that one. And, and just sharing our voice impacting that one is exactly what he wants us to do. Um, so here we are after you have, you know, kind of had this financial struggle, it brought you to your chair that you talked about your chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm several years later, how do you daily stay anchored to who God created you to be, to, you know, fill your spiritual bucket? What are some things that you do? Yeah, the, this is something I've thought a lot about. And um, just recently, I've kind of, you know, we all go through times where we feel like, you know, we can't always be at the top of the mountain. Like right. <laughs> sometimes we're down in the valley and I've gone through some times like that in the last several months, even mm-hmm. the last year. Mm-hmm. And um, I know at the beginning of the year, I was like, I got to get back on track. Like, what am I missing? And I started praying about it. And for me, and this was just my personal answer, this may be different for everyone else, but the spirit kind of taught me through different things that I needed four things every day that mm-hmm. I needed to do. And so, and I try really hard to do these very first thing before I do anything else. I will tell you, it doesn't always happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like life happens, but I try to get these four things in. So those things for me are that I, I need to say a sincere prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to meditate every day and that might look like five minutes or 10 minutes. It doesn't, it's not like I'm, you know, have an hour to meditate, but right. um, I need that meditation. I need to be able to journal. I have to be able to write down something there's for me just the my learning style or something the way that I connect the things I'm feeling inside and what the spirit is teaching me if I will write mm-hmm. um, and I have a, a varied ways that I do that like sometimes it's just like writing what I did that day okay. sometimes it's writing you know what I felt after I read the scriptures sometimes it's writing out what do I feel the Lord saying to me and I try to write out well, okay this is what I think he's saying to me you know right. it's different ways but I have to be able to journal so so that prayer and meditation and journaling and then I have to move my body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is a huge one for me it's just I'm a naturally active person and I am so much better if I have moved my body yeah. um, and it, you know sometimes that's a really hard workout at the gym and sometimes it means that I'm just getting up and going for a walk or you know, it depends on my day. So I realize that those four things I have to be able to do. And I try to do them every day. I try to do them first thing before, you know, I'm letting the inputs from the world come into me. I'm connecting with God. I'm letting him be that first input into my mind. Right. And now I'm trying to do it at night too, like letting him be the last, you mm-hmm. know, my phone away well before I go to bed and trying to let him 
be the last thing that that I'm putting into my mind before I go to sleep too. That's a work in progress, but but yeah, me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to shut your brain off at night, and you know, I physically have to like. I don't plug my phone in in my room and I have to uh-huh. take it out and just say, I'm done with this for today. Right. I, so, um, yeah, those, those are the four things that I try to do every day. So tell me, I'm just thinking, you know, here I am in summer <laughs> and those four yeah. things have been hard for me difficult or lately. So if you, you know, have a day that's, you know, is really busy, how do you get those four things done? Well, I kind of, um, I subscribe to something that Brooke Snow talks about all the uh-huh. time, and that is floors and ceilings. If you're not familiar with that, she teaches that you just, um, you have a ceiling for a goal. Like the ceiling would be for me, oh, I'm going to read my scriptures for a half hour, and then I'm going to journal, and, you know, I'm going to spend a whole hour. I'm going to, part of that's going to be meditating and praying and all this stuff. That's like a ceiling. Like that's like the ideal day. Uh-huh. But sometimes my meditation might be, I get up and I'm like, going to take three breaths and I'm just going to mm-hmm. like try to be present with my body and just take those three breaths. And, you know, like I said, movement might be that, you know, I'm just going to, I don't know, stand up every hour while I'm working at my computer and, uh-huh. and do a couple squats or, you know, that you just have these goals that are just really small, really simple, um, mm-hmm. really simple. And, and so, so I can say, Oh, I, I did this today. I took my three breaths, you know, right. and then the next day I might have 10 minutes to meditate and that's, that's better, but I still did it, you know? And so, um, in the scriptures, I try to get in there and I really want to study and look up the cross references and, you know, try mm-hmm. to journal. And some days I don't have time for that. So this, this morning was one of those days I put my headphones in and I had to clean up the kitchen and I listened to the scriptures on my headphones while I was cleaning up my kitchen because I knew I was not going to have time to like really sit down, but you know what? I, I got that in. Right. And right. Right. So, so yeah. So I really subscribe to what Brooke teaches about floors and ceilings and it's not, not every day is going to look perfect. And I'm, I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. there's always tomorrow and I can, I can try to do better and, you know, try to, there's, there's definitely when you're, when you're being consistent and consistent, it just means that you're trying, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that you're perfect then there's going to the odds of having those days where you can really spend more time and connect are going to go up. If you, you know, if you just say, Oh, I don't have time today. Well then, you know, but, but I have found that, you know, any kind of intention that I can set to try to be close to God, then I can go throughout my day and I can still feel him. And I can, Mm -hmm. you know, there's things that happen in a, in my busy life that I go, wow, like that was him working in my life. And, and so it's not like, um, you know, you have to do, have to spend all this time and then he's going to come into your life. He's going to be there. He just wants you to reach out, you know, yeah. and, and have just even a small intention. Yeah. Will, will I, there was a, there was a time in my life where I, you know, was struggling with scripture study like most of us do. Yeah. <laughs> and I made a promise to him. Um, I, there was a real struggle that I was having. And I said, I will give you scripture study every single day if you'll give me if you'll just take this burden away. And it was amazing what was lifted, but I, I knew that if I, the scripture study that he rec that I was like, okay, I'll give you was just one verse. It was just like, I'll give you one verse every day. And so it's true. It's that just setting that one intention or listening to a little bit of a conference talk, but it's been, you know, six years now that I haven't missed a day, but it hasn't been huge. Right. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that, and that, that's such a great way to, to grow personally, because you can look back and you can say, wow, like I've done this every day for six years. That's awesome. Uh-huh. That is awesome. It doesn't have to be, you know, 30 minutes and, right. you know, it's this intense, you know, it, it, he, I, our prophet has told us, right. The Lord loves effort, like right. God's effort. And he recognizes and knows our heart. So yes, he does. And not to say that, that it's not good to spend more time when you have it, but you know, well, and I definitely, I, like, right. Yeah. We notice that when I do spend time, I, I learn more, right? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. But I think just being in there every day, the daily habits are so important because mm-hmm. you're in there every day and it just helps you to stay consistent and to crave it more. Like, I know the days when I can't get in there as much as I would like to, I think, oh, I just wish I had more time. And, you know, then when I do have more time, I take advantage of it. Right. Right. And it's just that consistency. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for sharing your habits. So you had four things, move your body. Well, first of all, pray, meditate, get in the scriptures and move your body. I love those. Thank you for sharing those. Um, and yes, I subscribe to Brooke Snow's teachings also floors and ceilings. So (laughs) if anyone is listening, hasn't listened to Brooke Snow before, go check her out. Um, yeah, she has a whole episode on that. Yes. It's really good. It's yeah. really good. And just getting consistent by making that minimal baseline, that floor, so that you can be consistent. Um, yes, thank right. you for sharing those. Okay, how do you, um, how does the spirit speak to you? We kind of talked about it a little bit on that journaling helps. Um, I love learning how the spirit speaks to all different people because it's, he speaks differently. And I feel like the prophets teach us, um, and in scriptures that we get a warm feeling or, um, thoughts come to our minds, but I think, um, sometimes that happens different for other people. And so I'm curious, how does the spirit speak to you? Well, I have really tried to figure that out since, since we've heard this whole, um, phrase, hear him, you know, Mm -hmm. figure out how you hear him. I've Mm -hmm. really tried to, to dive in. And I think one of the things I've learned in, in trying to figure that out for myself is that I, I hear the spirit a lot in retrospect. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I talked Mm -hmm. about journaling and I like to write things down and, and, oh, I learned this. And then it's so amazing to me that, you know, I will write something down and then I'll go back and look at it later and then I'll make a connection and I'll see how the spirit was working in my life. Mm-hmm. Or even if I'm just journaling about my everyday life, um, I can go back and I can read that and I go, wow, like the spirit was there all the time. Yeah. It was, you know, um, it, for me, it's mostly through writing. Like the other thing that I do, I've talked about before on my podcast is a prayer journal where every week I write down all the things I'm grateful for on one side of the page and then the things I need help with or questions I have. And I kind of revisit that throughout the week. And then at the end of the week, I go back and I think, how did I see God answering this question? Or Mm -hmm. how did I see him helping me with this? And I just write little notes. It's not like it's always wrapped up neatly in a week. Right. (laughs) Sometimes I have to keep (laughs) working on it and sometimes it takes months or years or whatever. Right. But but setting that intention and writing it down. And now I have this notebook. I have two of them now awesome. that are just filled with all the ways that I've seen God working in my life. Oh, I so love that. for me, it really has to be recording it. I don't hear voices uh-huh. a lot. I have, but it's not like I walk around and I hear, Oh, darling, that you should do this. Or, you know, <laughs> it's more of just like 
seeing how he's been working in my life and looking back and go, oh yeah, like that fits together with what I'm trying to figure out now and mm-hmm. putting those puzzle pieces together. But it takes me being taking the the action, like right. wanting to act mm-hmm. by writing writing things down that I feel prompted to write down. And sometimes I don't know why I'm writing that down. And then I'll go back and look and go, oh, that's exactly what I need to hear today. Or that fits in with what I'm thinking about right right now. No, does that, that make sense? No, I love that. Um, <clears throat> writing for me is a connection with the spirit also. But what I keep hearing from you is you keep going back and looking at it and reading it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I don't do that very often. I should. <laughs> but I think um, I love that you do that. You go back and you read and really kind of think about how the spirit has touched you and your family. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Darla, I love to learn, um, what other people are reading. (laughs) It's fun. You and I chatted for a few minutes before about our love of personal growth books. (laughs) And so I was curious, what is your favorite personal growth book and which one are you reading right now? Or what are you reading now? Okay. So my favorite personal growth book, hands down, is Essentialism. Does everybody say that? No, I haven't. No. Oh, Uh it is so good. I, I found this book, oh, like five or six years ago. And I think I've read it three or four times. Okay. He he has a podcast now and, um, I'm on his email list. Anyway, he, it is really great. Um, I've picked up some really great things from that. One of the things I've learned from that book is, um, when I start to get a little frenzied or overwhelmed and like, huh, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, I just pause for a minute and I just say, what is essential right now? Like, Mm -hmm. and I kind of ask the spirit, like, help me to know what do I need to do right now? Right. And when I just take a breath and just kind of try to refocus and just focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I always can figure it out. And sometimes it's, you need to go eat something you haven't eaten today, or, you know, (laughs) you need to go do this with this child or like whatever is going on in my brain, I can just stop. And I learned that from that book. There's lots of things I've learned, but oh, I love um, that. Greg McEwen, he's amazing. And then what I'm reading right now, I'm reading a lot of things. <laughs> I love reading books, but I, he just came out with a new book called Effortless. Oh, awesome. Oh, I have um, seen that kind of floating around other yeah. people reading it. Okay. I've yeah. Seen that so one. I, I just started that one. And so I'm excited to get into that. And, you know, he's talking about what if, something that you need done could just be effortless, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I really, really enjoy that. Um, I'm reading, I read lots of books. I just, I love to read. Um, that is another so one I've, I'm reading right now. Actually, I just finished it last week, but it's called God comes to women. Uh-huh. And um, it's all about how, how women have come, how God has spoken to women, like in the scriptures and how he speaks to us. Now there's two authors. One of the authors I know, um, Jen Mabry, we've connected through Instagram and become friends and, you know, they share personal experiences and I just, I love it because it's, it just opens your eyes that sometimes he communicates a little bit differently with women or that Mm -hmm. he will communicate with you the way that makes sense to you. And anyway, Mm -hmm. so I I really love that. Those sounds awesome sound like awesome books. And that last one is exactly kind of what we're talking here about just how God yeah. connects with women. So I have to read that. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I'm gathering yeah. a big list. <laughs> it's a really good one. Of all these books to read. Well, Darla, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And um, thank you for sharing 
you know, just intimate ways that the spirit speaks to you because that's personal. And so thank you for doing that for us today. Uh, no problem. I hope, I hope that it will help someone else to figure out how the spirit works for them and how they hear God in their lives. Well, thank you, Darla. I just loved chatting with Darla. She is such a light and I love that she has leaned in to who God has created her to be. I love how she shared um, that she didn't have what she thought were talents that everyone else had, like singing and painting and art, but she learned that she could bring people together and that she could interview, which I thought was such a great um, perspective. Uh, The two takeaways that I want um, to focus on myself from Darla's episode is first, action. So um, we talked about her podcast and how she didn't really, she knew she needed to do something, but she wasn't sure what it was. Um, She got the thought of podcast and she didn't know how to start, but she just started. And um, as you learn more about Darla and follow her at the Spiritually Minded Woman, she, um, she always talks about acting. And I love that takeaway from this episode. My second takeaway from her Um, words are to be consistent. Now, I love how she said consistency doesn't mean perfect. Um, So being consistent is just trying again each and every day. So I'm so grateful to have had Darla here on the podcast. Um, She also talked about journaling. And I wanted to remind you that we have the Anchor Journal, which is a journal to help you as you pray. It is a prayer journal that helps you in um, thinking of questions to ask Heavenly Father. And you use this journal while you pray. It is one of my favorite things to do. I do it every morning. I sit here in my closet (laughs) and I am begin my prayer and then I kind of meditate and pray, but I write, I write out my prayers in my anchor journal and it has opened up an exponential growth between me and my heavenly father. And, um, we have that over at anchorplanner.com. So you can check that out, the anchor journal. Uh, thank you so much for being here. It has been a joy to be able to share this time with you and to listen to Darla and her experience. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. I know there are other women out there who could benefit from hearing this message too. Leaving a review is a great way for others to find the podcast. Also, share it with a friend. Send them a quick text and say, this is what I loved about today's episode. They will be so grateful. I know I would. Now, thank you again for listening and allowing me to join you on your journey to become anchored.